everyone and a huge welcome to The Mother Side. I'm your host, Abby Tate, and I'm super excited to present season one to you all. This season is packed with a variety of content ranging from engaging story times to exploring the genuine and unfiltered emotions that come with being a mom. Make sure to join me every Wednesday so you don't miss out on any of the episodes. Exciting times ahead and let's dive into this together. Happy Wednesday everyone and welcome back to episode 3 of The Mother Side. Excuse me if I sound a little weird today, I am getting over the flu, I've been bed bound all weekend, on my baby free weekend, yeah, and so I might sound a little snotty and a little bit, just you know, a little ill, but that's okay, we're still gonna pull through because today we are gonna be talking about my birth story. Today's episode is kind of the final episode where I go in depth about my personal story. Of course, throughout the mother side, I'll obviously always be relating back to my experience, but this is just the final very in-depth episode about me. So the episodes following this will be a bit more about like certain topics surrounding motherhood which I'm really excited to get into because I have some really amazing topics planned to talk about that are really really important so I hope you're all excited for what's to come but for today let's get comfy because we have a lot to unpack and yeah let's begin talking about my birth story. I feel like this may be quite a long-winded podcast episode just because I have a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. I thought maybe first the best way to navigate talking about this would be to discuss my birth plan first, what I set to do what my end goal was for delivering Novea and looking back now it's I don't want to say bad but it's definitely far very very far from what actually happened but yeah let's just jump right in here so I obviously have discussed in previous episodes about how I struggled badly with the fear of giving birth. Now, I think a lot of this came from fear of death, which I struggle with even now, probably even more so since having Novea, but that's for another episode because that's a whole other whole thing. Um... But yeah, I've always been scared of dying. I don't know why. It's a bit of an irrational fear. Um, and yeah, throughout my pregnancy, I remember thinking about giving birth and how scared that made me feel. So I can't exactly remember how I got in touch with this lady, but uh, I think it was through a friend. But I text her she's like a doula so she um works with women 
to help with fear of birth and to discuss like other ways of giving birth and educates you on how normal birth is and um really goes into like the history of birth and from where we've come from so anyway I messaged her to get an appointment she came to my flat and we sat and discussed uh tried to figure out kind of where this fear was coming from and it definitely definitely helped she was really comforting she made me feel uh really at ease about the situation and I definitely left that appointment feeling a lot better about giving birth in general um but so this lady uh she free birthed her daughter and now if you don't know what that means because I never knew what that was so free birthing is where you give birth to your child unassisted so there's no midwives um it's just you and whoever you choose to have and you basically are giving birth to your baby all on your own and if any medical help needs to happen they will deal with that as and when a lot of free birthers believe that birth is very sacred and intimate moment and believe that when healthcare professionals are involved, especially in a hospital setting, that it can disrupt the natural timing and flow of the baby and things. So uh, we discussed unassisted birth, we discussed like all different kinds of things. And I was in touch with her throughout my pregnancy. She set up some workshops, I went to one, and it was with about six other women um she went into like all the medications they offer and the side effects of them and she went into loads of things things I'd never even thought about and although the work she does is amazing I do think that as a first time mom who had no idea what I was doing I didn't know anything so I kind of went with what I knew at the time if that makes sense I think because I was so scared of hospital and having to have a cesarean I because I've never had surgery before so the thought of getting cut open literally petrified me to death so I think I would have done anything to not have to go into the hospital so for me at that time like having a home birth sounded really up my street um um anyway by the end of my pregnancy I had decided to free birth ultimately with her the lady who had free birthed her own daughter she was going to be my doula and she was going to come to my flat and it was going to be me my ex and her and we were gonna give birth to Nevaeh together 
Um, looking back now, I have to say I'm very, very happy that I didn't do that. So I had bought a water birth pool, a birthing pool. So I bought a birthing pool and I had bought like all the equipment to give birth and yeah like tarpauling for the floor I was like equipped to do this um and that was my birth plan my plan was to have a really calm a very um because I've been doing hypnobirthing practicing that um so yeah my plan was to completely just have a very sacred birth um and at the time honestly if I'm being completely honest the risks of that didn't even really come into my mind because in my head I thought going into hospital was way more risky which is crazy when I think about it now but in that moment I didn't I didn't see it like that and I bet you're all wondering like what changed your mind so we're gonna go into what happened like how I got from there to ending up in hospital um bearing in mind I didn't actually decide to go into the hospital until the morning before oh it wasn't even the morning it was the afternoon before I gave birth which is mad so literally 24 hours before Nova was born I decided to go to the hospital but before that I was adamant that I was going to have this baby at home. Friday the 6th of May 2022 is when I woke up and I just felt different. <laughs> so I had a midwife appointment that day. I think I was about 40 plus 2 I think I could be wrong but I know I was definitely overdue I just can't remember by how much it might have actually been 41 by then so I had a midwife appointment at 10 30 a.m that day on the Friday so I woke up and I was having like cramps like bad like different though I kind of knew in my heart that Neve was going to be born that weekend I just felt it um so I went to my midwife appointment and when I was there they did my they did the usual checks and then they did my blood pressure my blood pressure was so high it was like 135 over 99 or something crazy because they wanted to do blood pressure monitoring and also I was having reduced movement so they needed to do a scan on Novi to check what was going on so I was sent up to the maternity ward and the cramps like I swear they were contractions or something they were coming hot and heavy like every maybe like 10 minutes for like two minutes long they were sore and they were just horrific I, was, I remember there was like a wooden crib and I was just like hanging off it like deep breathing um so sore and so I had an emergency scan, my blood pressure came down, I had an emergency scan and Novi didn't move in the scan so they 
sent me back to the ward and because I was overdue they wanted me to be induced now obviously I've been working with my doula who was very against any form of um synthetic medication such as pitocin and uh anything like that the gel ever I I can't really can't think of the names of the medication but you know what I mean like there's the pessary gel and there's the drip and there's sweeps and stuff like that um so I was messaging her and uh we were kind of trying to think of a plan and she kind of always made me when I was getting scared or anxious and I wasn't sure what to do she would always get me to go and sit somewhere or go somewhere quiet and sit with myself and tune into my body and see if I felt like it was an emergency so I said no so when the doctor came in um, and he said we want to induce you I said can I have till tomorrow afternoon um and he said he said yeah but he wanted to me to stay in overnight so he said I could go home and grab some clothes and then come back in my head I knew that I didn't want to be in the hospital uh so I went home got in the bath and set up the birthing situation like blew up the pool had everything down ready to go because I really thought I was going to give birth that night um so I barely slept I was drawing my affirmations to put on the walls I remember I was like sat on my pregnancy ball like drawing my affirmations and um so luckily I didn't give birth that night and when I was at the hospital as well they'd done like my urine sample and my blood tests and all so then the nurse well the midwife I had on my appointment who sent me up to the Jane in the first place she rang me in the morning on the Saturday morning and she said that I needed to get into the hospital now like there's bugs in my urine like protein in my wee or something and um I had strep B as well I forgot to mention that so I would need to be on a drip when I was in labor so there were a few kind of health issues and I also had a really low iron even though I'd had an iron infusion like two weeks before so there was like big red flags and I was starting to not feel so confident about birthing at home because it wasn't becoming a very straightforward situation um and when I thought about it properly it just wasn't um good what triggered me going to the hospital was so I had that phone call and I was just so scared I was so so scared I was honestly so scared even though I had worked so hard I wasn't so worried about giving birth 
Um, that kind of, I'd worked on that quite hard. So that wasn't as much the fear, but it was more like something going wrong uh, that was like debilitating and I was really struggling with it. So I was like going to go into the hospital and talk to them about how I wanted to give birth at home and see because also one of the reasons I was gonna get a doula and do it that way was because at the time they weren't offering home births they had no like staff to facilitate that so I couldn't have it assisted and so that's why I went down the doula route but um yeah so anyway basically I had a argument with my ex and then rang my mom and she was like you need to just go to the hospital like this is silly like we need to just get you to the hospital and you're gonna be okay like then my big brother rang me and he was like get to the hospital right now (laughs) he was like stop messing around get to the hospital now so um that's what I did I packed a bag like I hadn't even packed a hospital bag so I had to pack a bag whilst I was having these crazy contractions they were so sore and packed a bag we sent my ex to go to Tesco to grab snacks and stuff and he met us at the hospital I went to the hospital it was about 12 or 1 p.m when I arrived my mum was there and my ex obviously so we arrived and the midwife came and she sat in my room with me and it was me and my mom and my ex and she started asking me questions and this is where I told her about everything that I had been doing and um she was like we both started crying the midwife was crying and she was like gave me a massive hug and she was like I am so sorry that you've been going through this like um you're not gonna die like because she said what do you think is gonna happen to you and I was like I feel like I'm gonna end up having to have a cesarean and die and she was like what and that made her she just was crying she was like it's so she was like saying how unsafe it was to do something like that and honestly like at the time it just didn't even cross my mind because I was having such contradictory information uh I just wasn't I was just feel like I was just confused and I think when you're pregnant and you're quite vulnerable and you're scared and all these things have a big part in to your decision making and the choices you make so for me um it's kind of scary in a way that um, I was going to do something so dangerous and I mean I know that there are successful birth stories of unassisted births and you know my doula she was sending me videos of like women who birth in like rivers in the ocean and all these crazy extravagant births and while that's amazing and can be so 
beautiful for some people's experiences. I think if you're a first time mom who is having health issues that are red flags, you just need to go to the hospital because like, yeah, it's just too risky. It's not worth it. We had a massive conversation um, and she just felt really sad that I felt so scared um but it definitely helped with the way I was treated in the hospital because obviously they were really accommodating to my um to my fears and also yeah but anyway that afternoon I um a doctor came in to see me to talk about the induction and I sat there and I just knew Neve was coming because like the pains I was having and I just knew so he came in and he was like we need to induce you today and I was like I just don't want to be and obviously I was making informed decisions I wasn't just you know being thing and Nevea had moved that day she was on one of them monitors that like monitor her movement so I felt a bit more at ease about saying no to induction but I did accept a stretch and sweep for the evening so that's like try and get things moving a bit more where they like put their fingers in and then like sweep around your cervix and it's meant to like do some magic stuff so I accepted one of them and had that Saturday night and also the lovely thing about um when I was in hospital was so I had obviously um the same midwife who admitted me on the Friday and I had her on the Saturday day so I had the same midwife during the day for the whole time and then the same midwife in the night until Neve was born so I grew quite close with the two midwives who I had in the day and the night um which was great and really helped me um because it felt like I wasn't seeing new faces all the time we kind of got to know each other they kind of got to know my fears and what I was scared about and all this so that was really nice to have two familiar faces throughout um so yeah I said no but I said I'd have a stretch and sweep so it was kind of compromising um so I had my stretch and sweep that Saturday was so nice though I remember like I felt quite calm and I had this like pregnancy tea that my friends had got me in my little care package thing and yeah it was just a really nice day I felt really calm I felt actually really happy with my decision to go to the hospital I felt safe and I felt like I was in good hands and I felt heard the fact that people were you know asking me about my fears and trying to reassure me was really really amazing and made me feel so much better about everything um so yeah I had my stretch and sweep at about nine o'clock 
I was really nervous for that, but it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be at all. If anything, it literally, I didn't even feel anything. Um, and then I went to sleep. So Sunday, the 8th of May is when I gave birth to Novea. So we'll start from the morning, which was 5am. I woke up and this is where I started like documenting my contractions and I was in it. So I didn't want to have any pain relief. So I had combs to squeeze. I had essential oils to sniff on flannels and I had like all my hypnobirthing stuff, all my meditations. I had the music I liked and I was just breathing through these contractions. They were painful, but um, I was able to kind of breathe through them because I've been practicing my breathing my whole pregnancy in the bath um, because I meditated all the time. So I felt quite it felt quite controlled I'd say so yeah 5am is where it started and then it just continued through the day so um I don't know what time it was but me and my ex went for like a curb walk a curb walk is where you like waddle up and down the curb to try and like help gravity help like move things along so the stretch and sweep definitely worked it definitely helped get things moving um so we went for like a little lap of the hospital doing some curb walk and like every like five minutes I'd have to stop and be like because <sighs> it was so so sore um so yeah we had a little curb walk around the hospital like sat outside there was this really nice garden with like an arch and we sat in there for a little bit and it was just a really nice afternoon then we got back and played some music and just chilled out then my mum came to visit it was like 2 p.m my mum came to visit me and um then at 3 p.m I had a massive contraction like the biggest one I'd had all day and she checked me and I was five centimeters so she took me into the delivery suite and yeah like I wish I wish I wish I wish so I also wanted to record my birth I wish so bad like I literally have no photos of me in labor I've got no videos of anything. Um, I I love that I was so in the moment and just, you know, but I don't really remember much, but yeah. So <clears throat> I'd also written um, loads of affirmations. So when we got to the delivery suite, I was able to like, which oh, by the way is so nice. It's like really lovely lit. There's like fairy lights, lava lamps. It's lovely like paintings on the walls. Um, it's not. It's not like what you'd imagine, like a hospital. It's so chill and lovely. And I had my speaker, so I put my meditation music on. I had my ball. Um, I had all my oils. I was sniffing that, and really just riding the waves um 
yeah, stuck up all my affirmations around the room and I hadn't eaten all day. I literally couldn't eat anything. So my mum bought me like fizzy apple juice, but I drank. So I had this huge water bottle. It had like four liters in it. I drank two of them and apple because because I was breathing so much through my mouth and I didn't even have any medication not even paracetamol so my mouth from breathing was so dry so I was just drinking and drinking and drinking and my hands from squeezing the combs were so sore like I had all marks in my hands but it really helped but yeah so from about 3 p.m to around 7 or 8 I was just in the depths. I was just in contraction after contraction. Um, And it got to the point at about half seven, because I had to be on the monitor the whole time, because Nove was like, her movements were just not great. And also I was on the drip. So I wasn't allowed in the water, because that's another thing. Obviously I wanted a water birth. But I couldn't have one because I was on the drip and I had to have the monitor on. So it got to like this point at like seven, seven, eight, and I just hit a wall. I was so tired. I was in so much pain. And I knew the only thing that would help me was hot water. So I like begged the nurses. I was like, please, please let me have a shower or a bath. Like I really need the hot water on my back. Um, and so they let me take the monitor off for 10 minutes and my mom and my ex just like, so my mom was actually there cause she, she visited and then she just stayed for the birth, which was actually really nice. But yeah, they were just like hosing me down with the, um, shower head. Yeah. I was, I was struggling by that point. And then when I got out, um, the midwife decided to pop my waters for me because she thought Novi had meconium, which is where they poo inside you. Um, so she, we got out. And also at this time, we were discussing whether I should have um, that injection. I can't remember what it's called, but the pain relief, because I was in so much pain, but I decided not to. So... I just rode the wave because I was really scared that the pain was going to increase after she broke my waters. Um, But yeah, and I also hated the gas and air. I tried it. I just hated it. It just made me feel dizzy. And yeah, I just felt like I couldn't focus. So I didn't like the gas and air. So yeah, I was literally just riding the waves, baby. And then she broke my waters around half seven, eight, I'd say. As soon as she broke my waters, my body just started to push push the baby out. Like I wasn't even trying. My body was just doing it. It was crazy. It was the most crazy experience I've ever had. And yeah, so I was on all fours, like over the bed. Like the bed, bed was up and I was like over it, like on all fours. Um, that felt the best position for me. Anytime I had to turn around, I hated it. So 
yeah there was also a point where like my mum and stuff before I got my waters broke and went in the shower everyone was like why don't you try and sleep I literally could not get comfortable and the contractions I was barely having a break at that point like they were just coming and coming and coming so as soon as they broke my waters and Novi had pooed in me it was go time like my body was just like pushing this baby out and it was the wildest thing ever I didn't even have to push it was just happening I was like wow um so yeah I yeah and then they were like you need to turn around and so I had to turn around so they could check and then they were like we can see the head and I was like what the hell and then a doctor also came in whilst I was on all fours as well and he was like we're not giving you long to push and um, because one of my so I had to write a birth plan obviously when I was in the hospital for hospital um because I hadn't written one because I wasn't expecting to go to the hospital so in my birth plan I wrote like no more than two midwives in at a time don't want any men there apart from obviously my ex and um this doctor he was a male doctor came in and he was like we're not giving you long to push and like for me this really pissed me off because I was like in my mode like mid pushing this child out of me and a man was coming in saying he wasn't giving me to long to push like it, it just made me... made me think that it was gonna affect my it just made me think like this is gonna make me go backwards do you know what I mean like I'm trying to push forwards and he's like hindering my experience by being negative like I just felt really pissed off with that. So I remember like being on all fours and I was screaming mid pushing like, get out. And I was like, um, like saying like, I don't want to hear it right now. Like get out. Cause I was so scared of having a cesarean. So I was determined to get through each stage. Um, like I was just praying that nothing was going to happen and I could just give birth naturally um so it kind of scared me a bit and that I just thought like this is gonna make my everything stop because obviously oxytocin is very important and that just filled me with anxiety so it kind of yeah it really upset me that he came in and did that but anyway he left and then that's when they turned me around and checked me and then yeah they assisted me from there um to push the baby out. My mum was stood here, Tippy was stood here, and mum's like mum said like I was biting her and the nurses had to tell me to bite the tube of the gas and air because I was just, like screaming like and by this point I was definitely screaming like the the bit from where I had to push her head out and onwards was so sore. Um just burn. It was just a it's a feeling I can't describe it was on another level um but I pushed her out and she came out and you know what I hated the feeling of like the umbilical cord still attached to my placenta inside me but it the thing was dangling out that made me feel so horrible um but I pushed her out didn't tear she was eight pound 13 so quite a big girl and yeah so they put her on me but she wasn't respons responsive she was like 
I remember she was like purple and just not moving. So we were like trying to rub her and stuff. She just, nothing was happening. So they took her off me and then she had to be resuscitated um, on the other side of the room. And then I started bleeding out here. This is where things got real bad. Um, So I would say up to this point, my birth was beautiful. I was very happy with how it went. Uh, I was in such a meditative state. Um, The room was really calm and I handled it so well. I was so proud of myself. And then, yeah, this is where like things things got bad. So um, if you don't want to listen to this, please skip ahead because I will be talking about blood and things like that started bleeding out and my placenta was still in me at this point so I don't really remember any of this like this is things I've learned from my birth debrief and my mom and stuff and my ex they've all told me so they were like jabbing me in the legs because obviously I also wanted um to keep Nevaeh attached to the placenta for as long as I could and do delayed cord clamping but they literally cut my cord cut the cord and had to get the placenta out of me because I was just bleeding out so um yeah they were like jabbing me with this stuff to make your placenta come out and then my placenta was huge it was so big I've got pictures of it and I I'm just like what the hell so um yeah my placenta came out and then my mum said like it was like a wave of blood like it was all over the floor like it was all over the place and this is where like things for me got bad and I I kind of struggle to go into this a little bit because it just gives me anxiety um but I um so that happened and then I don't really remember any of this um but I put on an oxygen mask they pulled the emergency trigger and there was like 10 people around my bed um one person was like squeezing my tummy to try and contract my uterus and then um so I had an oxygen mask on someone was keeping me awake at the top of the bed and my mum said I was like asking her if I was going to die and my mum didn't know what to say because she thought I was going to die. My ex was like going between me and Nevea, like what the hell. Um, so Nevea got sent to Skaboo and I obviously was on this bed and um, luckily like after a while um my like stats came up a bit and I was a bit more stable um but I had to lay flat on this bed for five hours I wasn't allowed to get up I was covered in blood I so also um they accidentally left some of my placenta in me so maybe like an hour after all of that they came back in he had to clamp open my bits and look for this piece of placenta and when I tell you I was screaming in agony it was so painful like I had to scream and tell him to stop because the pain was on another level because my 
bits were so swollen and he was like rummaging around trying to find this bit of placenta because it was starting to give me an infection so then I had to be put on antibiotics through an IV and I had to have a blood transfusion so I was just hooked up to all these machines um and I just remember looking up at the roof like trying to stay awake just hoping wishing and just hoping that I got to meet my baby like I didn't care about anything else I just wanted to meet my baby and so that for me that for me honestly it's it's really hard for me like I don't I even now like struggle with that whole my birth that part of my birth I really struggle to go into um because I just remember like someone having to keep me awake and it was very touch and go like if I wasn't in the hospital I wouldn't be here no way like they literally told me that um and that's scary considering what I had originally planned um so yeah I was lay on this bed and I hadn't met my daughter yet and I had they had to put a catheter in and um yeah I was lay there luckily they got the infection under control and had my blood transfusion because I lost uh, more than two liters of my own blood which is mad that's so much um yeah it was very very so I had a major obstetric hemorrhage um and the reason you get things like that is because uh basically when your placenta comes away from your uterus it's like a scab so until your uterus contracts it's like a tap so it'll just bleed and bleed and bleed and bleed until your uterus contracts so my uterus didn't contract so it was just bleeding and bleeding and my placenta was huge so the area of that was was big so that's um that's why they thought I had the hemorrhage um so yeah anyway moving on from that very tragic incident my ex met Novi first he went up to Skaboo when I was lay flat on the bed still and then came back and showed me a video um but yeah I didn't get to have any skin to skin I didn't get any of that and that makes me really sad and also I wanted to keep my placenta but because of the like everything that was going on they accidentally binned it so I didn't get to keep my placenta either and there are a few things about my birth that make me really sad because um there's a lot that I wanted that I didn't get and that makes me upset but you know essentially as long as me and Nevea are safe and healthy and here that's means so much more than any of these other things could but I still get sad at the fact that I didn't get to do some of them things you know um 
so I don't have any photos of them first moments because I didn't really have any first moments. The first time I saw Nevea is when I was getting wheelchaired on the way back to the ward and she was in the skibu, so I just saw her, but I was so poorly and felt really ill. So bearing in mind, I literally hadn't had any sleep from 5am, hadn't eaten anything, had a little drink. So we all went back to the ward and I had some Rice Krispies fed to me by my ex and had to wear nappies that night because I kept pooing myself. That's a nice thing. Because uh, I just had no control of my pelvic floor. It was just all open. So it was all just coming out. And because I drank so much, they had to keep changing my urine bags from my catheter because it was just crazy. Um, but yeah, that was that. So the first time I met Novi was the next morning, so the 9th of May at about 10am because I wanted to breastfeed. Um, So she was on a glucose drip until I could go and see her. So we were in hospital after I gave birth for about a week. She was in Skaboo for about three days. Uh, and I had to stay in because on the Wednesday, so gave birth on the Sunday, then on the Wednesday, I took a really bad turn, had to have another blood transfusion and another iron infusion as well because um, my iron levels dropped real low and honestly, I thought I was going to die that day as well. Um but the hospital was amazing the midwives were so lovely to me and really really helped me um and yeah i had a really bad time medically like after giving birth but I was just so thankful. So my midwife I had in the evening called Daisy, she was just someone sent from heaven. She was just amazing, amazing, amazing. And midwives are just so amazing. What they do is just so beautiful and amazing. The way they support mothers and women and dads and parents and everyone is just amazing. Like I couldn't fault them, honestly. They made me feel so safe and just heard and looked after. They looked after me so well and nothing felt like an inconvenience. Um, And for that, I'm so grateful. Um, They saved my life. So, and Nevaeh's. So, (laughs) um, for that, I will forever be eternally grateful and they thought they'd see the last of me when I left but then I got mastitis and was in hospital again just a week later for another week so yeah um (laughs) it was a rocky time but honestly when Nerve was earthside I was elated and it that week in the hospital even though by the end I just wanted to be home because as well like I got moved from being in my own room to the general ward 
and there were women coming in who would be like having cesareans that morning and then be going home the next day and I was still there after giving birth like almost a week ago so by the end I definitely felt a little emotional and um just wanted to get home and like you know just start like nesting with my new little bundle of joy um so being in the hospital for so long was also pretty hard um but had to be done because otherwise you know wouldn't have been good um but yeah that was my birth story quite traumatic um very crazy series of events honestly but I am glad I ended up where I ended up and um I have nothing against women who choose to do what's right for them um but for me free birthing was unassisted birthing was not right for me it wasn't safe for me and I would never consider doing it now um and I probably wouldn't recommend it to anyone because after what happened to me I just don't believe that it's safe and um I think there's a minority where it can be but especially if there's health flags that you shouldn't ignore I think it's important we listen to that and essentially we just do what's right for us I have nothing against people who choose what's right for them at the end of the day all that's important is your health and your happiness and if that means that you need to do that then I'm all for it but for me it wasn't it wasn't good and I'm glad that I ended up in the hospital um because I was in safe hands and they saved my life so I'm very very grateful thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode that is the final episode now of my in-depth chats about my life so I'm excited to swiftly move on from this and talk about general topics thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you back on the mother side next Wednesday